0: Across the rugged Indian territory rides a tall young man on a mission of mercy. His medical bag strapped on one hip, his six shooter on the other. This is M.L.
1: Elric. The Red Show Network brings you another transcribed episode in the exciting adventure series M.L. Soul of Detroit. You asked her to ride, it, ride, ride in a my chair. It's gone.
2: You do it. That is not paid for by them. Yeah,
3: that is paid for by the people of Detroit. You might qualify, ML. I'm
2: not qualified for this job. Let me tell you something. You want to go right now? Okay. You want to go right now? Hey, kids, it's your old pal, ML Elric. Not in Scotland, but in the basement, which is very much like Scotland because they can take away my. Trip to Mackinac, they can take away my time off, but they cannot take away my freedom.
1: Yeah, what are you doing here?
2: Just like William Wallace said.
0: Yeah, what are you doing here?
2: Is that, did I not deliver the line? I'm more confused at
0: why you're here. I was hoping we were going to get talking heads for the second week <laughs> in a row. I guess not.
1: <laughs> I took a lot of shit. Over my miscommunication from last week on this show. Cram. Once again, pulling a fast one. And then it turns out that I think, I think the the communication error is on your end.
2: Me? Yeah. I was just supposed to dial in. and next thing you know, I'm standing there in my skivvies on the whole show.
1: Oh, so I was supposed to disconnect you?
2: No, but you could have said <laughs> something like... uh, Go hang
1: out with your powerful people.
2: I, I just I had no idea Drew was dropping. I would have I would have uh, bailed, and I would have promoted Drew because more people. <laughs> well, that's why I told to Drew, I said, Drew,
1: I'm not going to kick you off any show, Drew. And I'm not going. Well, no, kick, I think the. But then I'm they came kick in the
0: principal name off of uh, this show but, either. But so. then folks came in for Drew, heard that's me, and Mark, and Mike, and were disappointed. I mean, Drew was here for two seconds, and then they were. And
1: then he came back. He came back though.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, for the song, I guess. And so then yeah, I asked, thank
2: God that uh, he had a fresh take on a uh, new wave music. Oh, is that a shot fired? You know, the, 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 the bad thing about always being right is that you're often right about <laughs> bad things. And I knew when I was gone, it would be the talking heads. I just had no idea. I, okay. I do want to say that this. Drew Lane would bring the talking heads in here.
1: So I had texted him that morning and I'm like, at hate- least
2: it was the Al green talking heads.
1: Oh, the, the cover of Take Me to the River? Yeah. Um, no, what, what's funny, though, is I you know, I don't know new wave music. So I thought, hey, Drew, do you want to pick a song? And so when I got here, he's like, yeah, I'll come down and introduce it. And I said, what's the song? And as soon as he said what the song was, I couldn't stop laughing. And he's like, why? I said, because ML hates them, and Sean loves them, and it's going to be great because you guys will be mad at each other.
2: Well, let me be clear. I do Friction, not-
1: that's really what he wants, right?
2: I don't hate the talking heads. I just find them to be... Tired and, 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 uh, yeah, basically. I find but if they're good, tired. they're good. I mean, what? Well, mm. <sighs> I mean. So wait
0: a second. He says he finds them to be tired and yet the Smiths somehow
1: endure, <laughs> endure? <laughs> and also choose <laughs> the Sisters of Mercy for a full month.
2: And we didn't. We only did it for two weeks because uh, Andy I Rourke's tri- untimely death threw us off. And so then last week we had the talking heads. So I guess that's it for the Sisters of Mercy. <laughs>
1: Or I, mean, I Is don't know. Is it? You never know.
2: So I went to the show last night. How was uh, it? It was... Let me see. How do I answer that? Uh, Fillmore's a great place. It was a terrific crowd. Yeah. Saw a lot of uh, a lot of cool people. Was surprised by some of the people I ran into. And was, um, was disappointed by the show. I've been waiting years for Andrew Eldritch to come to town and... He's kind of a notoriously um, uh, dyspeptic gentleman, <laughs> shall we say? But that's fine. You know, he's 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 great, and and um, th- it was a, a good show. But he, over the years, has been criticized for being, you know, not very gracious for being really cheap, like Patricia Morrison, who uh, was his bass player for a uh, a while. Uh, left and and supposedly one of the reasons why was because she was only making something like 300 dollars a gig and she was kind of the face of the band let me along ask you this
1: Are, from- were your expectations for the show just way too high because you always wanted to see them and so now it's like it's going to be the greatest show ever
2: no and, and, and a friend sent me the playlist so i said that's a pretty good playlist so this is going to be a good show but the one of the things that that older folks like, like me uh, marvel at is how clear vocals are now and how the production quality of a live show is you can hear everything, you know, it's really high quality. The vocals were muddy and, and were underplayed. So, and you know, he is the band, it's his, his deep voice and every, and his baritone and it was kind of hard to hear him at times. And he was a little indistinct
0: do you think that's because he was also dyspeptic? dyspeptic?
2: Um, no, I said it could just be his perspicacity. Mm.
0: I don't know what that means. Maybe he just <laughs> needed to take a dump. <laughs> what?
2: Well, that's what you do between the uh the uh the set list and then, yelp. and then the uh the encore. Then the encore, right? But
1: it's a quick dump.
2: But yeah, no, but and then he has um you know, he 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 does all the music and he hires a band to tour. No saxophone player. There's a couple tunes with horns, so he didn't so just get somebody low. So that to come.
0: show you saw sounds sort of like your recap so of the show. So, right so specific so to so that was just cheap.
1: the group of people that went to the show.
2: But then he also has you know some songs that have just amazing uh, uh, vocals, backup singers. We'll take your word for it. All recorded. No, no, no one lives. So kind didn't, he kind didn't, of regret I asked how the show He went. didn't hire some local people. Kind play, of. Which I think plays into, you know, how he's kind of cranky and he's kind of cheap. And then I think at some point... <laughs> he you think never, I'd
1: learn that an answer...
0: Mike does sound pretty clear. Speaking of clarity, it sounds pretty clear for being in Glasgow.
2: Well, this is... <laughs>
1: I know. We thought you were asking about the show. This is the review. So I didn't know. I didn't just didn't expect it to be six minutes long. We wanted the Metro Times, you know, one paragraph review. Yeah, the Twitter review, the blurb, 140 characters. How do you do Twitter? By the way, poor Eli. Um, Is every
2: tweet you do a thread? One of eight. I have to write them in reverse order. No.
1: So okay, I got to wrap this up because this is this is important. You don't have to wrap it up. No one cares anymore. (laughs) I retract my question.
0: (laughs) Oh, he wishes he were in Edinburgh.
2: Look how sad he is Caligian, take me away.
1: So the show was underwhelming.
2: He G- didn't talk to the crowd at all. <laughs> didn't introduce the what band. I do. And then, it, then near the end of the near the end of the show, I think somebody yelled Detroit, and he just said like, "I know where I am." Oh, want a dick. Yeah. So, but it was it was a good show, and it was a great yeah, it scene. Like it. It
1: does.
0: But
2: he, and in a way, he was. As advertised, he was really a dick, not a pleasant fellow, or dyspeptic, but, but it was as really good. Mike would say that's right. It was, uh, it was, uh, he was, uh, very good. It was, it was fun. But All right, Cyrus, <sighs> yeah, that's it. Uh, on to Glasgow. No, we're not going to Glasgow. On to, Where are you going? Edinburgh. Are you going to Ireland too? No, just Scotland, just Scotland, just, just the old sod. So we'll be going there uh, this week for two weeks. So 25th anniversary.
1: Congratulations. Just the two of you? No. We're what are, what are you trying to case his joint or put so much information out there that I don't want people to know when I'm out of town.
2: Yeah, I, I should just let people know who, are, who have any notions. First of all, we A don't key have-
1: keypad entry number is yeah. 553.
2: We, we, yeah, it's like every password in the world. One, two, three, four. We don't have any shit worth stealing. That's the truth. But we will still have four dogs in the house and somebody staying there while we're gone. So don't oh try really and, don't try and boost our gear. Wow, yeah. I mean, it's getaway for you, Sean, watching his house.
1: Where's this house?
2: Oh my lord! It's uh,
1: following
0: the it's conversation
2: in close proximity to Grills Point. I'm led to believe <laughs> it's some some may even think it's within. Oh, you mean city your limits. house, your house, uh, so.
0: your house in Michigan? I see.
2: Uh, it's part of the Empire. Yeah, it's it's the. Uh, that's the county seat.
1: Mark's over here falling asleep.
2: No, 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 no. I'm,
1: just, I'm listening.
2: Well, while, while people are while people are wondering what we're doing here, we're here partly because of the generosity of some folks, including David Hall, Hall Financially. We'll tell you how he can help you make some money, save some money, yeah. buy some stuff. It's
1: springtime. Oh. And, uh, it's the buying season right well, we're gonna now. We're going to spring right in. I figure might as well, yeah. Yeah, no, let's do it.
2: Let's do it. You got to get them on the top right off the bat, right? Yeah. Um, home inventory. I would wait to hear how David Hall can help me because I know it's worth the wait. But but yes, you're right.
1: There are so many ways that he can help you. Call 866. Shall we count them? If you want. Okay. 866 call hall or go to our website, mlsoladetroit.com. There's a little link there to click on Hall Financial. In uh, callhallfirst.com. And the reason you want to do it is you can get money out of your house. That's one. Um, oh boy. Now I got to come up with all the reasons.
2: You can refinance. That's two.
1: You can refinance. Uh, well, or if you're a new homeowner, they now have the 1% down program. That's for three. 4000 and forgivable down payment assistance. They can bundle loans. That's four. Um, lots of things they can do. That's I'm four i I'm to stop at four. If you want to hear more and experience their Beyond Five Star service, once again, 866 Call Hall. Or uh, go to our website and click on that link and make sure you tell them that uh, you
2: heard it here. That's right. Let them know. Let, let Dave Hall know that ML sent y'all. Oh my I freelance that. That's, that's, clearly, that's clearly. off the cuff. And then there's Luke Nowacki. He's another guy who can help you navigate these treacherous financial waters and set yourself up for financial success now and in the future so that when you get to be old like us, you're not stuck doing a podcast. Or if you are doing a podcast, it'll be on the back of a super yacht.
1: I'm surprised how many people wait to invest in general. I mean, I know not everybody has money they, they can save up or, you know, put it in the market. That's the main reason.
2: Well, sure. Well, it's but, fear. No, it's fear. I, I, so I know God, somebody that's what I was gonna
1: say,
0: ML, who is
2: yeah. terrible with money. In fact, we were doing a little joint business project And we sat down with a lawyer who was going to create an LLC. And he said, well, first let's figure out what assets we have to protect. And then we went through several things that I have. And he said, okay, do this. You're good there. You're good there. You might want to put that in your wife's name. You're good there. You're good there. Then he turned to the other guy and they talked for a couple of He said, okay, you have no assets to protect. So I said, that's not good. So I tried to hook this guy. This was before I knew Luke. I tried to hook him up with a financial planner. And he said, no, 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 I don't want to do it. I won't do it. I won't do it. Because he knew all he was going to find out is you're way behind, Mm -hmm. you need to set aside a ton of dough, or you're going to work until you die. And he would rather work until he died than say, what can I do to figure out what shape am I in and how I can get the hell out of these chains before I'm 95 years old?
1: Look, it can be intimidating as hell, but the longer you wait, the less you're going to make on it. That's right. You know, So now is a good time to start. Luke will hold your hand. He'll walk you through it. He's a really, really nice guy. He'll give you a free consultation once again. Luke Nowacki is who we're talking about. Pinnacle Wealth, 248 663 4748. There's no time like the present to figure out where, uh, you know, make your money grow. And so you don't outlive, you don't want to outlive your money. It's like uh, ML said, you'll be working nonstop to the bone. And uh, yeah, so Luke Nowacki, 248 663 4748.
2: Because when you call Luke, he will make it all about you, my little sweetheart. Securities and investment
1: advisory services offered through Royal Alliance Associates Inc., member FINRA/SIPC. Royal Alliance Associates Inc. is separately owned and other entities and marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates Inc.
2: I was back in awe. It was great. Was it really? It was great, and 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 we'll tell you in a little bit about what's going on at the Cadger Cafe. Very, oh, yeah. very exciting new development at the Cadger. We'll tell you about that a little later in the show. And we'll tell you how you can get a good meal and a great time at Irish Coffee, one of our new sponsors. A little bit more on that um, before too long. But Mackinac, as you may have read in the free press, was a place I went looking for Republican candidates for U.S. Senate. You you always go there because you meet a lot of people. You make some connections. You catch up with some folks who might run from you otherwise. It's
1: not really about policy.
2: Yeah. And did I tell you about the time I went to go get this guy? Yes, you did. (laughs) Whoa. No, I don't know. You do look sparkly
0: sparkly today, though.
2: And uh, this week, uh, room 7609, we have David Byrne (laughs) doing some solo work with bongos. Is that queued up yet? No, okay. (laughs) Oh, I think Jerry Hairston was at uh, Majestic.
1: uh, You set him off on a tangent. What's the story?
0: What's the story? No, tell us about the time on Mackinac.
2: Okay, so I went up there when I worked for Fox to try and find a guy who was basically fronting a political spending committee and didn't want to talk to us. And we knew he was going to Mackinac. So he thought, perfect. He's on Mackinac. It's an Island. They're all going to be at the grand hotel. It should be easy to find him. So we see, we know what he looks like because we have a picture and we have a description. He's basically middle-aged, maybe on the shorter side, bald guy. And so we get up, we get up at four in the morning, we drive to Mackinac, Get the first ferry, get to the Grand Hotel. We're working the lobby with our camera. And I turned to my partner, John Brzewski, and I said, There he is, let's go. So we go to move in. We're walking up to him. It's a bald, middle aged white guy in a polo shirt. And just I'm about to say, Well, I turned to my left. There's a bald, middle-aged white guy in a polo shirt. And I turned my right. There's a, There's a bald, bald, middle-aged white. I said, holy shit, this place is all bald, middle-aged white guys. Uh,
1: so I, we had to I guess regroup. they all look the same to you, huh?
2: Yeah, we had to regroup, and we didn't find him. We, he was the only bald, middle-aged white guy on the island who was not the guy we're looking for.
0: Remind you of the scene in, uh, what's the movie, Mark, with Faye Dunaway? No, it's the remake of the Faye Dunaway, the art heist movie with um, Pierce Brosnan. He goes into steal oh, a the Oh, uh,
2: the, the Cr- Eddie Crown affair uh, the Thomas yeah. Crown affair. Thomas he goes
0: Crown into affair. the into to steal the steal the uh the piece of art, he has everybody dress up in the same overcoat and bolo hat and uh with a photo of a, you know mm-hmm. of the same it was yeah, a little meta thing there, but yeah.
2: Yeah, no, that was we ended up getting him uh, outside the Townsend hotel later, but that's the way it goes.
1: That just shows that the Mackinac Policy Conference is just it's not reality. It's not real. There's no policy going on there. It's and as you wrote in your column, it's all about anointing whoever's gonna run next.
2: Well, there is some policy, and some things uh, get rolled out and uh and trying to see for the purpose
1: of getting elected.
2: Well, but but not there's also govern. things like the mayor announced his plan to try and change the way property so taxes cynical. are done in Detroit. Yeah, yeah it won't happen. So so that's kind of to you know gauge the crowd. But you know, a guy like Duggan, he kind of knows where things are headed before he, before he, he, I don't think he floats many trial balloons. It hasn't been floating privately for a long time. I finally figured it out, Mike,
0: your hair's growing out a little bit. It makes you a little softer. You, yeah. That's why it looks so nice today.
1: Are you trying to send him on another tangent? So I thought we
2: kind of had a little moment.
1: Sean, do you not have any opinion on the Mackinac policy conference? Or does that just not enter your, your realm? It's it's just the way business has been done for two hundred and whatever years. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's right. No,
0: but it's just how business is done. I'm not. It's not right or wrong. It's just our system. It's you know people grease each other's line, each other's pockets, and that's how it goes.
2: Well, this is supposed to be a place where you get help too, and there's increasingly there are more nonprofits up there trying to raise money and get support for their programs. So it's not just the old smoke-filled room and it okay well i didn't know that yeah this thing uh this thing has evolved but but it's funny and not funny haha when you're taking a look at uh at who's there uh so i went up there one time to try and bust a guy missed him got him on the mainland all's well with the world i i was walking around and a guy Walk past me, I said, holy shit, is that Bert Johnson? And yes, indeed, it was Bert Johnson, former state senator, employer of ghost employees, who was in federal prison, is there on the island, and he's working as a lobbyist. I'm hmm. like, what? <laughs> uh, Matt Allen, to Sam Riddle, Patrick's former... No, he wasn't up there. Former press secretary is up there working as a lobbyist. There's so many people who used God. to be in government who are now working as lobbyists. And perhaps the most surprising one of all was Turkeya Mullen. Does anybody remember her? Oh, yeah. Oh, She um, was Bob Ficano's economic yeah. development director. She got in trouble for something. Well, so um, Jennifer Dixon and I did a story when she was talking about the billion dollars worth her. of projects they've supported. Jennifer and I called a lot of these people who they listed as their success stories. and like, yeah, they didn't really help us with that. Or that was money we already lined up. Or yeah, they weren't much help. Or that money came from the state. And we're like, hmm, that sounds kind of sketchy. Well, then it turns out she got hired as Metro airport director and she had to do an essay as part of it. And the essay was written by some consultant, and they were, it was, I think it was supposed to be a timed essay. And basically she went in there with the essay in her pocket and dropped it and got the job. It was something like $275,000 a year. And I think this is where she went from the Economic Development Corporation just as kind of a uh, a soft landing. And the whole thing was exposed as a scam that the fix was in, and she ended up having to resign. But she's up there working as a lobbyist. And
1: of course it, she is it
2: just comes back to me, and I'm like, Geez, I think I should write something about this at some point. And there's another scoundrel who I've written about who has a really great job somewhere, and i'll I'll tell you about that in the future. but, You know, it's not that you get in trouble and you should have to go away and wander the earth or anything like that, but why do you have to come back and try and make money in the public sector? Why do you have to try and get into the influence game when, when you were in the influence game, you showed that you abused it. Yeah. And, and Burt Johnson, you know, he does one of those things like a lot of these shit bags where, you know, like, oh, I didn't do nothing wrong. So I, I got no problem with you. and. He's walking up the stairs while I'm talking to somebody else, and then like you know, we make eye contact. He hey, how's it going, Bert? And then he comes walking back down, and then he interrupts and he wants to shake hands, kind of like there's not nothing to fear. I got no problems. Like whatever, you paid your price. Who cares? And he's shaking, and he's like, I talked to you know, and he drops the name of a mutual friend of ours, and blah blah blah. And he says, By the way, I think you're much funnier in print than you are in person. I'm like, okay, great. No, everyone does. But- and then his whole thing is. Well, you're funny. I mean. in, no, you're funny in both. But but then his whole thing is he's like, I know you don't like me, but blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know, well, none a, of the stories yeah. that I did was because I didn't like you. In a fact, personal. he's an incredibly likable guy. I don't think the feds who helped put him in prison because he robbed from the taxpayers did because they didn't like him. This stuff happens, Bert, because you did something wrong. Yeah. It's not because of how people feel about you personally. In fact, if people treated you the way they did because... Of the way they feel about you personally, you're a very charismatic guy. You'd probably still be getting away with scams. So I was talking to a, a, a lawyer there who represents a lot of criminal defendants. And He said, This is common. It's always like, uh, so I was like, No, you know, it's not me. It's just people don't like me. I'm not doing anything wrong. They're just jealous of me or they don't want me to get ahead. Uh, or, awfully
1: narcissistic way to look at things.
2: It isn't it? Download- yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it's kind of, it's, just to it's excuse
1: uh, their bad behavior.
2: Well, and I think it's that sort of that mindset of uh, if I want to do it, it must be okay. Right? I, I I think that's a fair way yeah. to put it, but it's more than that. There's a sociopathic yeah. tendency yeah. there where, you know, if I want to do it, it must be okay. And if people don't want me to do it, it's not because there are rules. It's because they don't like me.
1: That's funny. I had not heard the name Turkia Mullen in such a long time. And of course, she's out there. And now you yeah. have game well and i'm looking at her linkedin profile and she has the detroit you know metro uh airport on there september 2011 to october 2011 two months and yet there's just a list of all these great things she did there i'm like i wouldn't i would maybe two months i would almost maybe keep that off because didn't it i thought it led to an fbi investigation which she was cleared um but a judge then ruled out all her sweetheart I think she had lifetime severance of two hundred grand. Like that got thrown out. Can you believe
0: that airport's twenty two years old?
1: Yeah, I can. Really? Yeah, because when you go in it, it's still because they built it. They built it before. They built it before September eleventh. Thinking people would go in and use all those shops. Then oh, September, that's right. Then September 11th happened, and now you have to have a ticket to go in there and use all those shops. Yeah, they're
2: like it was almost yeah. like a mall. Very un.
1: Of. Yeah, the, the timing was just terrible for that airport.
0: Well, right. that helped that the restaurants are. And I'm talking uh, about the subpar. I'm talking about the McNamara Terminal. That's the one of the best terminals in the country. Yeah, I don't know why I mean, it's it's fantastic. Named after McNamara. Well, it other okay. you should quibble with that, but well, I at mean, least
2: he at least he was around when they built it. The uh, you were just there, the, there the, the other day, Mike. The Warren Evans Terminal. What did he do to help get <laughs> that built? I mean, the, the ego on these guys is that unbelievable. That just shows the machine, though, right? Of of McNamara. Yeah, well, and, and I think Evans is a great airport. Is an extension of it. Yeah, well, <laughs> the the question is, you know, did they build it? Uh, Sean, at, you don't at, strike me as the
1: kind of guy that, that keeps his head down and just lets all like you. You're fine with the corruption going on. No, it's
0: not. It's not. It's not that. It's just that. And, and you know what? It's not just me. I mean, the the, the McNamara Terminal routinely gets rated as one of the best two or three I, in I, the country I, every I year. I, the I, only I, reason it's not the best is because the food sucks i understand that but that's the that's always the same it's the same complaint every when, year the food sucks Isn't when that you funny? go
3: there
1: don't you shake your head at who it's named after or does that i don't just, care don't about care. that okay. i go in and, fine. I, and i
0: see all the light and all the windows and the architects and the people that built okay. that i focus on the 10 I, the five thousand people that built the fucking thing as opposed to the guy that is named
1: after that's, right that's kind of the point you know? Yeah, nobody thinks of those people because Look, I, his name is slapped on
0: them. I'm, it's not like I'm excusing saying, okay, Hitler made the trains run on time or whatever. I, I don't mean it in that way. It's I just that. It was least... Mussolini. But... Okay. And then he lowered unemployment. I don't Are know. you saying I mean, McNamara's Mussolini? Yeah, he, he got rid of the wheelbills for a cash in the Weimar Republic. How about that?
2: Is that true?
0: That I don't be. know that Hitler did. I'm sure he took credit for it. That might be one of my favorite corrections of all
2: time. corrected Hitler to Mussolini. <laughs> you know we got to have a we need to get a guest you can do you i think can, i think when we're left to our own devices things go very badly Bad. you can do if only mussolini was producing this show we'd start, we'd on, start time. on time
0: things can be di- you can have different things right you can have the same thing and have
1: different feelings about it all i all, all i said is i'm surprised that I would think you you're that kind of guy that would be sh- you know, shaking your hand at, at power Did people. people make
0: money building that airport that probably shouldn't have or made a percentage of money that yeah. probably shouldn't it? Yes. Is there an airport in this country where that was uh not true? Probably not.
2: Yeah, but that doesn't make it right. But I'm why can't you have a cool right. name? You know, like uh like Detroit Airport. Oh no, I mean you know, I mean I, is St. Uh, Louis the gateway or something? I mean those 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 airports that has a name that says something like um you know, uh, America on like Wheels Love, Airport. Love
0: Field?
1: Or, oh, it's
2: probably, yeah, Love, named.
1: It's like
0: probably named after someone, isn't it? Although Dallas, Dallas is, that's the secondary airport. That's where Southwest flies. Dallas's main airport is just DFW. How about that? How about DTW?
2: Yeah. Sure. Or or make it's some cold. money off it. Well, you it know, is, make it, still it, the, is. The, the, it still the Delta
0: is. Gateway, and we get Gilbert... ten billion
2: million a, a year oh, from Delta sh- Airlines. The Gilbert
0: Terminal? Is that what you want? No.
2: If he's willing to pay for it, I mean the thing about McNamara and Evans that these are you know on a, on a national scale very very obscure yeah. mid level yeah. uh, apparat. Well, they're not apparatchiks, but they're you know they're politicos, and they mean nothing to anybody who's coming here. I, I think it would be nice that if I was going to Seattle, I would be going to. um um I don't know, Space C, Needle Airport. It's SeaTac. Tech, yeah, it's kind of nice. What was, yeah, what was Kennedy name nice. nice. before, before? Wait a sec, say? AFK?
1: It, um, Cape Canaveral? It is no. still uh, DTW. Idlewild? It's still Detroit that's Wayne. That's the code, yeah, yeah, yeah. But
0: yeah. Idlewild, uh, Idlewild, up, Idlewild, yeah. yeah. But but the Terminal, cool the terminals. There's, who knows who like, LaGuardia was outside of Former mayor. Queens? Queens.
2: Yeah. I think straight people know who he is, too, but I don't know why you're kind of taking us there, but a lot of people know. Fioro de la Guardia. Yeah. His name was. But Fioral.
0: But yeah, yeah it, why, it should
2: be something. Like, why, why not make it Big Apple Airport? Like a lot of right?
0: people know the Sisters of Mercy, I guess.
1: Motown Airport. Well, cool
2: Terminal. people.
1: Yeah. Cool people do.
2: Mm, I don't so. necessarily know about cool. Poser people, maybe? I'm not saying I'm one of them, but there were a lot of cool people there last night. But I'm glad you brought it I back to the Sisters of Mercy. I know. When it's relative.
0: Really. It's relative, because, right? Uh, Your definition of cool is relative. Like, like you were talking about Ted Lasso. Yes. Earlier. Yeah. Is that cool? Is that a cool
2: show? No. It's great. It's a great show. I don't know if it's cool. I I didn't even realize that it was bad. I could do a segue. There was so much. Well, I mean, when you (laughs) when you say here's how I sawed the woman in half, it's not magic anymore. But yes, that was that was seamless Um, (laughs) until you pointed. You can't even see the seam. Look at it. You should have just said ta-da, yeah. oh, but I don't need that. Or I have, a, I have a, Or you but could you have did. just. Or you could have just said, oh, "Can I do a segue here?" And then yeah, do a I'm segue. segue now. But um,
0: oh, you want me to announce it before it goes? <laughs> yes, just
2: like, like a, everything. Like Get the ready, question. Like love the making is about to commence. Um, <laughs> well, so commence is your about word. To
1: insert.
0: <laughs> commence is yeah. your word.
2: Prepare to be delighted, but um, <laughs> preparing to board. <laughs> well, there we go. Now we're back to the airport. Shit, Sean, save did? us again. What,
1: yeah, segue us out of this one.
2: But Ted Lasso, the buzz for the first two seasons is all anybody talked about. There were magazine articles, the Ted Lasso way. Is this the way we should be going in society? Season three comes out, much anticipated, nothing. It's
1: falling flat, yeah. Nothing. Right, see, I liked. I like season three, and it wrapped up in a nice little bow, which you, just a lot of shows don't wrap up. You know, a lot of times they just get canceled and it's open ended. Did Ted end up being
2: CEO of Waystar Royco? You, oh my god!
1: Spoiler alert!
2: Did he end up be? Uh, did he beat Roman and Kendall and <laughs> Shiv in the in the uh, FA Cup? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you what happened.
0: I don't, don't want to spoil it. We don't want to spoil it. No, but it, your your point is a good one, Mike. Especially the first season because it's when it it's when it hit too. It's when it dropped we were in the middle of a pandemic or the beginning of a pandemic. I'm trying to remember exactly the timing on that in terms of the months, but it was just, it was a phenomenon, right? In a way, very, very few shows have been over the last 20 well, it's, years. Because he was a, it was it was a different, different and it captured, yeah. it, it was at the right time too. I think that show would have felt right at any time, but because of the time it dropped, it had, I think an even larger audience because we were, we were captives to some degree and we we're all desperate for something to watch. And then we find something to watch that we can kind of, hang on to collectively and i think that made a difference and made it even more it sort of fed
1: itself that's funny you said it. i i kind of bummed out that we don't have and, and we've talked about it before but these collective experiences you know like everybody watched uh well dallas right or mash the yeah. finale like
2: that's not gonna happen. And everybody hated the last episode of seinfeld so that was a shared experience
1: uh, you know is what that, is that still the most
0: watched tv show in history non-sports show
1: uh, what the Seinfeld, Seinfeld for some? I thought share wise it was Mash because there were like two channels. then. Maybe it was, but I saw some ridiculous yeah, saw number like n-
0: like ninety million people two. or some. Yeah. Ridiculous amount of people watch the last Seinfeld.
1: But I can't tell you how many times people are like, hey, have you seen this show? And I I know, well, Succession is, is a prime example.
0: But the numbers of that, you see the numbers of that? Very few people have actually watched it. That has a social media power that far oh. outweighs its actual numbers of the people who watch it.
2: Yeah, exactly. somebody somebody made a joke the other day about uh, the Succession finale. that said, we know two million people watched it because two million people have tweeted that I just watched <laughs> it. So that's their real measurement. It, it's almost almost like uh so back to the sisters of mercy the, oh, one of the people yeah, I'm i went I'm to you for that sean one of the people i went Can to the sisters of mercy there, with you think
0: do they have a record shop in there
2: <laughs> 30 years ago no yeah 30 years ago uh we used to go we used to hang out a lot of clubs and stuff like that kind of goth scene alternative music whatever and we went to a party and it was like a really like cool kind of out there party and a couple of guys at the party were talking about a band called Test Department. And my friend and I, who were not quite into that particular music scene at the time, by the end of the night, we had sort of figured out that Test Department wasn't really a band, it's just one of those things to figure out who knows what's what. And if you said, Oh yeah, I've got their album, we had a feeling they <laughs> come like say, There's no test department. You and the final episode of succession kind of feels like test department there really is a test department but you have to be really into it to know it and to talk about it and be obsessed about it and it's almost like a status thing it's like oh i was watching succession before anybody else was that's what's weird about
1: it we don't have shows like that i think the last one was probably game of thrones and that only did 14 million that's a lot bigger than succession what did lasso do its first couple of seasons that's a great question i have no idea but then, once again, that had a buzz. That, but a lot of people—they're so—it's so fragmented now, of where people watch things that nobody wants to have thirty subscriptions. And well,
2: Apple also, may have really pushed it out too, because that was the first big show on that new channel. But the, the well, other show—the
0: uh, Jennifer Aniston show, show yeah. the the, the, oh, the morning the, show—very yeah. good.
2: But it's really I remember people getting really into True Blood before, and then uh, of course Breaking Bad. And, but and Ted
0: but Lasso had more of a broad appeal, don't you think? In some ways, although the beginning of this season, I saw a lot of people complaining. That it had gone too woke.
2: Huh? How? Ted Lasso, too woke. I thought it started woke. You got it did. A coach no, who wants and to coach And hug then, then people. there was
0: a pushback saying, Woody, have you not been watching the show? It's been woke from the start.
2: Well, I mean, I, anyway, I wouldn't necessarily say woke, that. but I mean, he was sensitive. He was the new age coach, right? He wants to give you a hug, and if we win, whatever. But I love you as a person, and, you know.
0: And I'll eat, uh, I'll eat your food no matter how spicy
1: it is.
2: I you, don't, you don't remember, podcast. You yeah. don't remember yeah. that
0: scene. I noise. was
3: trying to
1: find out how many people actually watched it. So I don't know. I just I miss those days of where there is a you know, show that everybody is excited about and watches or, it every week too, so you could talk or about frankly, it on the, the water cooler type stuff. Or a movie. Movies when's the, when's the last
0: time we had a, a, a movie that was It happens A, a drama. Well, people really kind, got into Top Gun right? Maverick.
2: I remember a lot of people. That is the last Maverick.
0: time I remember that. You're absolutely it was, right.
2: That was that had a lot of buzz. That it
0: felt old, that felt old school that way. And uh, and yeah, I went and saw it a couple times because my kids wanted to go a couple times. And the and the audience was
1: that
3: that happens uh, occasionally. I mean, yeah. the
1: the last Bond movie, which was garbage. I mean, that, there was a lot of buzz around that. I mean, it it happens in the summer. It'll happen again because I think there's another Mission no, possible not just coming the buzz.
0: out. And, yeah, that looks fun too. But not just the buzz leading up to it, but the it gets in a theater and then there's a there's obviously a huge marketing campaign, but there's also then a word of mouth that can carry you through a summer or a holiday yeah. season, maybe if it's a
1: holiday season release. We just don't give very many of those very often. Well no, because there's people like me that wait for it to be streamed. Like I'll I'll wait sixty days for it to hit the streaming season. But
0: do you remember that feeling of going oh, into a of yeah. like really wanting to see a movie? Walking in, you're in a line to get a ticket, you go in and there's a buzz
2: literally in the theater. Yeah. I think the Star Wars movies were the last series to do that? The
0: Force, the first, the first of the last remake, the last, the Force Awakens.
2: I, yes, I that probably remember. had that. Those are some. Those are some bad things. What about problems. a drama I, I, though? My, what about an my, actual my, story? Like they don't uh, make dramas anymore.
0: <laughs> you know, it's all superheroes. Like terms movies. of en- when's the last time we had something like Terms of Endearment? Not oh my that God, thing. I know that's Thank a long. God.
2: I love you. There's one.
0: Long time ago.
1: <laughs> that was the, That was a bad joke.
0: My point being everything is so fragmented now. Everything and, and not well, just not just culture, right? Yeah,
2: I mean, it is. I mean, there was almost only room for one big thing at a time. And and I think the the show that I hearken back to as having that same sort of boutique feel as of succession where it's really cool, but you have to it's not for everybody, but it's for me and my cool friends, had to be Twin Peaks because I remember when that came yeah, it was on. It's a great show. People oh. were going crazy about that. I thought shit. you were more of a northern exposure guy.
1: No. I, thought, I thought you were going to say that that show. I just think is adorable and Severance.
2: Severance. Oh,
1: yeah. I I have that on my mark list.
2: Which is Severance? My son it's watched that Apple. too. Loved it.
1: I, it's one of my favorite shows.
2: Is that recently? Th- is that the one with Adam Scott yeah. uh-huh. and uh, and Christopher
0: Walken? What's the other HBO show you loved? Uh, Apocalyptic with
1: uh, Mackenzie Davis. Station Eleven. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Uh, dude, I watch too much TV. Period. What's going on? You with You know me? why I watch so much TV in hopes of having someone to talk to about shows. And we I mean, were just talking everybody asked me about pre, succession
0: pre-show today. We were just talking about Ted Lasso. We were, and yeah. you actually liked the season three. But it, but to Mike's point, it did fall. Um, it, it's I don't know what the audience is this year, but it, this season, right, Mike? But it's not. I haven't seen no it. No buzz at all.
2: I, I want to see it, but it's it's like they it's like they rolled it out, and then you wondered, did they ever put any episodes on? It's like yeah, actually, the season just ended. I'm like, holy crap, I missed it. Whereas I will say, with Succession, this is the first show in ages where I have waited for a new episode to come out and been like eager to watch it because I'm like Mark, I'll wait for them all to come out, and I'll just do just a blast where I'm like reading a book. And this one, I was waiting each week for the episode. And then I would listen to a couple podcasts about it Where one of them was official. So they'd have insiders talk about it. And the other one was just a fan based one and they'd have a discussion. I mean, that that's a, that's kind of a real phenomenon that we just don't see that much anymore.
0: There's a show called the tower. It's an obscure show, but we're doing that right now. It's a weekly, it's a British show. You'd like it. It's a cop procedural.
1: I found, I found an answer here. So Ted Lasso season three premiere, was their Apple TV Plus's series high for a debut, um, and it drew more viewers for an episode of a show on the platform in more than a year? How many people do you think watched? Six. Well, seriously, how many? Six million? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say. And then this is the live plus four day because they know people watch over a period of time. They don't tune in at that okay. exact time.
2: So you're saying it's the biggest debut Apple TV has had?
1: Uh, that makes sense. Actually. Three premiere. Uh, set a new series high for its debut okay, so I'm and drew say, more viewers up for an episode on, f- of a show on that platform in more than a year on Apple TV+. Plus.
2: I'm going to say 3.4 million. 870,000. What? Exactly. It's well, I, I was no, going to say 1.4 million, but that sounded way low if it was the biggest ever. That's
1: in four days, too. It's what about crazy. Slow Horses?
2: Nobody's, nobody knows that show.
0: I know, but that's a great fucking show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we, only you uh, two
2: watched it. Sean, we, we call them learning challenged horses. If you could just try and, <laughs> that's, try and
1: be... Just, that's two bad but, jokes but, in a row. A little more sensitive.
0: A all right, right let me ask you direction. all this then. Do, do, we, do we need the society as a, d- an American society? Do we need that? Or are we really missing? I mean, what's the cost of not having water cooler? Yeah. Not, we don't have water coolers anymore. But Well, what, it's Twitter now. Sort of, but what's the? Is there a cost of that? That we don't have these yeah. shared, yeah, shared, other experiences. than sports, and even that's regional. Yeah, so
1: no, a hundred percent. That's I mean, we don't have those shared experiences with, with our cult with the American culture
2: anymore. You know, a great place to share experiences. The Cadu, the Cadu Cafe.
1: Wow, that oh, man! What are you, are you taking Segway lessons from Sean?
2: I would say yes, but then it would ruin the magic. Was it really a segue or was it meant to be? Well, you know, on Wednesdays, they, they have karaoke. On uh, Thursday, it's the Dance Floor Grenades. On Friday, Legends of Punk with Clampdown, which is a great class tribute. The Hormones, a Ramones tribute. Fabulous Disaster, <laughs> Sex Pistols tribute. Huckleberry Groove will be on Saturday. Just, it's a tribute to Huckleberries, I guess. Sunday, Steve Wood, Caravan Gypsy, no Eric Goebbels Sunday Funday Jam this week. Oh, you slowed slowed down there. I I wanted to get it right. They won't be there, though, so don't worry about that this Sunday. And on Monday, Evan Perry and friends open Jam. And, of course, Muscle Madness. All-you-can-eat mussels. So uh, that's the Cadu Cafe. Cadju Cafe, if you've driven down Cadu, as I encourage you to do, there is a new neon sign outside the bar. It's fantastic. Fantastic. It's worth a trip just to check out this amazing piece of art. It was produced by Alex Porby. If it's Alex Porby, I'm thinking of, we went to high school together. Fantastic, gorgeous addition to uh, our beautiful East Side Streetscape. So the Cadu Cafe, always something going on inside. Great food, great music, outdoor music fantastic the garage bar is open so to find out what's going on or when i get back from scotland to talk about my trip you will find me at the Cadu
1: cafe that's uh when's test department play sorry bad joke no no Um, it's
2: i just i don't know if you're cool enough to share yeah they don't like anybody know about their shows you just it's just it's one skinny guy in a black raincoat smoking
1: (laughs) in hopes of not getting fully derailed and before you the week, i do want to go back and ask you another question much to sean's chagrin about the mackinac policy conference regarding your column right and your column was mainly about where where's the republican candidate for u.s senate and I, I honestly i don't know what's worse here the fact that there's no name being pushed forward for the republican candidate for u.s senate or the fact that the democrats have already anointed Slotkin to be the the person to run
2: well, before we get to that, I have to tell you, Lawrence Max says, I wait for podcasts. Solo Detroit. <laughs> yeah, right. Good man, Lawrence. Good man. Appreciate it. Whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, and I know Democrats who are, are very concerned that Slotkin is being anointed as, That's what I mean. as the nominee. And Republicans are, uh, are very concerned that nobody is stepping up because this is one of those races that you would expect... 50 to $100 million to be spent on where the national Republican Party would say this is an opportunity for us to take back control of the Senate because it's an open Senate seat. This almost never happens in America in a battleground state. And the Republicans have no one. I mean, Chief Craig has been talking about it. He's been talking about it for a while, but he's not ready to take the plunge. And this is one of these things where if you wait too long. And some people may say, well, Chief Craig has money in the bank because he just ran for governor. Well, when I talked to Chief Craig, he said, no, no, we liquidated our account. There's no money in the bank. What? Really? We donated whatever balance we had. So he's got to start from zero, Ugh. which also means building an organization because he can't rely on the organization he had before because they're the ones who screwed him oh, yeah. by turning in those bogus petitions. So, yeah, no, this is. The, and, well, okay, and, well, and you so know who's ask- concerned more than anybody else? Who? The TV stations. Because oh, if you have one candidate radio, yeah. who's going to be your next senator, and no that's spending. millions of dollars that they're missing in ads because they are the big winner in every election, which is why they're nonpartisan. They want a good fight every single time, well, right Slotkin's, down to the
1: wire. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Slotkin has been anointed by the Democrats simply because of the money-raising ability in the war chest she
2: has. Some of that, but she's also, when she first ran, she beat a Republican sitting congressman. That almost never happens. She keeps winning in a, uh, a fairly... Fairly uh, balanced district, which is pretty impressive. But I've been surprised by the number of Republicans talking about how impressive she is. What? Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: certainly not publicly.
2: Well, I think she's also middle of road. She's one of those people who said, I won't vote for Pelosi for speaker again. And, and she kind of tries to trod that line right down the middle. Am I being too cynical for, the,
1: for thinking that, well, the Democrat, they're just, they're just looking at how much money it is and not all that stuff?
2: No, that's a big part of it. And that's one thing Republicans were known for is basically trying to steer a candidate to the nomination as opposed to Democrats who tend to just gouge the shit out of each other and damage their nominee until they get to the, the contest the the big show, and then they're damaged goods. So it is, it's very strange and it is, it's a big prize and it's winnable because and this is something I didn't get into too much depth within the column, although I mentioned it. But you're probably going to have Donald Trump at the top of the ticket in Michigan. And unlike sure. the gubernatorial election where the gubernatorial candidate was at the top of the ticket, didn't have much money, didn't have much, much of a passionate support base. You're going to have somebody at the top of the Republican ticket who is going to have a lot of charisma, a lot of money, a lot of support. And you're gonna ha- and, and whether it's DeSantis or whether it is Trump or whether it's Tim Scott or Nikki Haley or you name it, you're also guaranteed you're gonna have somebody at the top of the Democratic ticket that nobody likes. Yeah, no
1: one's excited about.
2: I mean, even Democrats are like, oh, Joe Biden. Oh, All right, God, I can remember, we get somebody else? I remember
1: being young and um and dumb and thinking like, oh, it's about people
2: vote based on policy. It's not. It's people vote on who they're excited about. Yeah, and Joe Biden remembers. Being young, because he went to his folks and checked this new shit out I found at school. It's called FIRE. I mean, he's been around forever. The wheel. That's how he got home. They you didn't know, have a bus back then. It just, they just took the wheel.
1: I was really... Um, so, it kind of pissed me off yesterday seeing there's a clip from Stephen A. Smith talking about how he doesn't want an old president. And he got so much shit for that. And I got to tell you, I think most people don't want someone who's in their 80s or even 70s to be president. So
2: I... I don't know yeah. Well I, mean, I don't know where I'm going with. People, that. people were happy to have Reagan when he was an old president. Having said that, I think he was out of office at an age where Joe Biden was first elected. And even though Trump isn't that much younger than Biden, boy if you put those two together, I, he's got Trump is just he's just like a dynamo. He just keeps I, going. I don't know where he finds that, that uh, you know, that, that, that just that juice. I, there's
1: just, there is a hole there. I mean, for years I hear people say, I wish there was a third party candidate. Well, this, this would be the year for someone to try and do that. I think.
2: Yeah. I I don't think a third party will ever win. They're they're talking about doing that in Michigan, which I think is, is going to be. Look how much
1: traction RFK junior is getting because people don't want an old man. Simply just don't want an old man.
2: Well, I don't
0: but know. But it's interesting Is the action he, he's getting. He's right. getting a little traction on the right, whereas he, when he first came up, he was getting it on the left. It's he pulls high. Interesting.
1: He, he pulls high. I mean, he's running as a Democrat. And now I but know. But the right, the some Democrat. of the right like him because of his anti vax. Uh, yeah. He's got views. some other stuff well, out there. No, I know, but he's got the Kennedy name, and he's yeah. willing to say, I don't care about this establishment. I'm going to run in this primary.
2: Yeah, well his uncle Teddy did that too in 1980 right, yeah. and just basically gutted Carter and didn't end up going anywhere except to the Bah. So I don't I don't know I don't know if that's gonna happen. But since we're back to Mackinac, let me ask you. Yeah, we are. Um and I'll tell you one thing I didn't find on Mackinac. We bur- haven't left the island yet. Burger as good as Irish coffees, but Oh, that's a good say about oh. that. In, in just one minute. No, 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 maybe now. Would you guys be interested in reading a column about all these folks who have uh, basically been exposed as being bums coming back and getting involved in in well, public policy? Yeah, it's
0: like the K Street deluge every four years or two years or whatever in DC. Right? Speak
2: speaking French. <laughs> Très bien, mon ami.
1: Yeah, write your column, Ça but maybe be. not on the podcast. I think that'd be great. Um, well, you saw how excited I Get got her. when you said the name Turquía Mullen because. In my head, it was like, oh, I can't remember why, but I remember the that who's person Who's who was like, of Brook. these uh, scumbags? Yeah.
2: I don't know if I want to call them scumbag. I'll just say that there's folks who lost their way, Sean. I don't know why you're so judgmental. Everybody I was, just, was
0: a chance. just channeling you. All right. What what are we doing?
2: But you know what? I the think, Irish coffee. What think, are we doing? I think if I am going to write about them, I may ask uh, Bert or Turquia to sit down with me sure. at the Irish coffee bar and grill. <gasps> oh.
1: That's the third best segue of the because day. Because
2: they're not from the East Side, but if they were, they would know all about Irish coffee because they have the best burgers in town. Not just my opinion, although it is my opinion, they have won awards for this stuff. This is certified, it's homogenized, it's pasteurized, it's legitimized, it's everything but simonized. It's true. They're located on Mack Avenue in Grosse Point. Irish Coffee is serving up those delicious ground rounds for just five bucks on Mondays from 5 to 11. Now, if you're going to do like a Tuesday or Wednesday. I mean, you can go there seven days a week, but Tuesday and Wednesday, make sure you get there before they run out of Sloppy Joe's because they only do those on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. They're fantastic. And, and here's a little insider tip, Sean. I, I, I want you to American know
0: cheese on the burger? Yes, that's a good no, one. I, don't,
2: I, I go with, I actually go with the, the blue cheese. They have a great blue burger. Of course
0: you do. Fancy pants.
2: But, well, I mean, you were the one who deluging with the fromage. That's French for cheese. And uh, feet, which would be P.A. That's fromage P.A. That's cheese foot. See what you did there, Sean? So, yeah. anyway. Uh, I'm sorry. Boy, they're like, why did we sponsor this show? I, I knew this was going to get weird. They, um, you get it deluxe because you get either great coleslaw or a really nice salad. And they'll get you the vinegar and oil if you want that and make your own little salad dressing. And you get fries and, and onion you dip, rings.
0: Do you dip your tines into the dressing first and then take a bite of salad? Stab the salad. <laughs>
2: No, what, to, what does to cut that down, down
0: do? on the well, to cut down on the dressing, to cut down on the no. God, I want more dressing. Okay, yeah, I do too.
2: Oh yeah, no. In fact, the best thing about the blue cheeseburger is you can dip your fries in a blue cheese. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm hungry. Yeah, and they they, they have really good blue
1: cheese. Did you here. see that? There's a. Actually, I'm turning to Sean now because it's sports related. The uh, Oh, thank you. That's all I know about.
2: But let me oh, just tell you this: what you're interested in. Oh yes. The, I'm before sorry. you go, I'm for I forgot sports. this is a ten minute. Whenever you go. You'll find great food and great vibes at a classic Irish pub run by a Kennedy. What could be more Irish than that? And not Robert Kennedy. This is Michael Kennedy. <laughs> That's the Irish coffee barn grill on the east side. And if you see me there, be sure to ask me for an onion ring because you know I love to share.
0: No, Sean, I was gonna ask you. I'm not uh, interested uh, in anything, Mark, except for the Irish bar and grill. A, there was a video. Irish
2: coffee barn and-
0: Irish coffee. This is
2: can't work into these guys. There, you know what? what I, I'm, I'm leaving the I'm country. Done. I'm not. No, go ahead, Mark. If no. Sean gets elected president, I'm moving to Scotland. Go ahead. I the, never the, run.
1: The moment's left. Oh man, the geeks have inherited the earth.
3: I do that? What a dork! Is him wanting to play with us again mean that he's turning into a geek, or we're turning into cool guys?
2: I think that that same sentence is often used uh in Sean's lovemaking sessions. The moment's gone.
1: <laughs> and now the moment's gone.
2: But while it's gone, the figure while it's gone What? I was
0: just going to point out that the fact that you had to repeat the moment's gone means <laughs> your moment was gone too for that joke, but you know that's a nice little tautology there. Mm.
2: I, if they were new wave, I would try and get um Asia in room seven six and nine for uh
0: the heat of the moment
2: the Heat of the moment yeah <sighs> Just I,
0: sing some triumph in, in the podcast
2: Every time I sing triumph, I lose a, a very good gig, but um but I want to, and I, I I like this gig I have now. I'm starting to grow into it. The um the geek of the week this week is a Republican Texas state lawmaker who once proposed banning children from attending drag shows to supposedly shield them from being groomed for abuse. Well, he's resigned after he was found to have gauged in inappropriate sexual conduct with a 19-year-old intern. So that's right. Oh, this
1: guy, yeah,
2: Mr. Family Values, Brian Slayton, resigned last uh, last month. While facing mounting calls from the state's Republican Party and conservative groups to step down, they're saying, you say you're a conservative, you can't do this kind of stuff, get your ass out of here. And I'm sure the Democrats were happy to see him go too. A statehouse investigation determined he supplied alcohol to the intern and another young staffer, staffer had sex with the intern after she had become intoxicated and later showed her a threatening email while saying everything would be fine if she kept quiet about the encounter. He also asked a fellow lawmaker to keep this under his 10-gallon hat. This is uh, one of these things where he resigned but didn't really admit to any wrongdoing, didn't address the allegations, which his attorneys had previously called outrageous and false. Slayton said it had been an honor to serve in the legislature, and he thanked his colleagues, especially the intern coordinator. (laughs) He said, I look forward to spending more time with my young family and their they're hot friends and will continue to find ways to serve my community and all citizens across our great state. So uh, state Republican Party folks said good riddance to bad garbage. And his legislative biography, which I assume is now taken down from the, the state house, describes him as holding values and principles formed by church and family gatherings. He also has a degree from a Baptist seminary and worked as a youth minister. Didn't see that coming before mm. he was elected to represent his Dallas area district in 2021. So it's in the Dallas area. I don't know if it's Fort Worth, which is a suburb of Dallas. They're very close, but it doesn't say here. But yeah, he was fiddling around with a couple 19-year-old aides and a 20, you know, I mean, yeah. you know, this is and one of these. You read,
1: if you read the um, the lawsuit too, he was very disappointed when she brought her friends over because <laughs> her friends were telling telling her, What are you doing?
2: Yeah. Yeah. She was warned. um, I felt really bad for her. She told her friend Slayton drove her home the next morning, stopping at a A drugstore so she could obtain a... Oh, the day after pill, because I think abortion is pretty much illegal in Texas. He, at one point, proposed to penalize the use of emergency contraception. (sighs) You know... get Quite the battle with his own dick. Yeah. and, And here's the thing. You do, you little know, if, if 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 you if you have these proclivities and things, it looks like everybody was a consenting adult. It's unfortunate that he may have tried to. Uh, Except she worked for him. Un- well, there's there's that, but there's also the intoxication. You're trying to you know break down yeah. somebody's defenses, but maybe a little bit more work on yourself and a little less focus on drag queens. Would be in order here, but it does seem like people who preach morals tend to do mostly preaching and not much practicing. So, uh, S- uh, Mr. Slayton, a uh, lawmaker from the great state, the Republic of Texas, you, sir, are our geek of the week
3: and 7609 And you
2: can dance together all night You've got the time la-la-la-la-la-la. Just... okay. So I utterly failed in my charm campaign. Perhaps it's because I was fighting a battle without the tools that one needs to win a fight oh, based a on charm. No, no, I'm not. Is this room
0: 7609?
2: Because I thought, I have a song. <laughs> what? Oh, Usually usually, Sean is uh, room 7609. He, does, he, he knows we're in room 7609 because he's in a room with some porcelain.
1: No, I have a song. Exactly. I wanted to see what you thought.
2: Uh, I feel a setup coming. No, it's,
1: I just want to say you—he you, you sent me like four songs, and then you said do the second one. This is like ten minutes ago, so I don't even know what the song is. ML. Right, so we're, we're not going to listen. We're going to listen to like twenty yeah. seconds of it, thirty seconds.
0: I just want to see what you think. Is this a, a, a harken to your new wave?
2: Oh boy!
1: Um, can I not?
2: This here? couldn't wait till I was in another time zone on another continent with a a flagon of mead in it, front it, of me.
1: It, it might have to wait a sec, Why now nothing's playing this is why you're supposed to tell me before fix the, the- shit we were okay. just trying
0: that to have works. some fun I wanted to, to, I wanted to, you to hear it thinking it was going to be your song and see how long it would take but he couldn't set that up no, <laughs> Wayne Smith
2: that, says bathroom 7609
0: he couldn't uh, he, yeah right, I'd need to do that he couldn't
1: set that up uh, technically well I don't know the song I like to know things ahead of time here you go, got it going now have you ever heard this mic? We'll Yeah, okay, that's enough. It's a pretty cool song. It's a very cool song, but
2: Sounds like the Cocteau twins But does that remind you John of Cocto-ston? anybody? It
0: just I I heard that and I thought I wonder if Mike would like this.
2: That also um here I've got the device going now, also heard during some of those lovemaking sessions. But this sounds vaguely familiar. Who is this?
1: Abby, Abby, Abby? Yeah, Abby May. Abby May. Abby May. I could never... Some some Australian singer. I
0: I I wouldn't call it
2: it New Wave. It almost has kind of a Manchester feel to it. But But it uh, it
0: does have a... it, It reminded me a little bit of some of the upper England toughness that you are fond of.
2: Oh yeah, well, and have you have you ever heard the Cocteau Twins? Yeah, they're fantastic, and they have and this kind of has. I have all their
0: albums? No, I don't. That's a test department.
2: Heaven in Las Vegas, great album. <laughs> this has a good callback. This almost has like a little uh, Kim Deal feel from the Breeders. Oh, uh, oh, you like you the, the Breeders? Or, Wait, or, are uh, we becoming friends? <laughs> did that just happen? <laughs> did that just happen? Um, or uh, <laughs> the Breeders? Remember? You oh, probably you like the breeders. You probably I like breeders. Um, throwing muses, right? Uh, some yes, yeah, throwing I mean, it. It's, 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 it's been a while. Okay, okay. That also is said often in those those intimate sessions. But uh, uh, that's been for decades. But here's something that you rarely hear me say. This is a little tune from the Sisters of Mercy called "I Was Wrong."
1: Oh wow! Did they play this
2: last night? They did not.
1: Good. (laughs) Unless I was wrong, and they did.
2: So there are some fan sites out there where people will debate the meaning of songs and you can look up your favorite song and see what's going on there. And there's one uh called Heartland, which is a Sisters of Mercy. Um, the Sisters of Mercy form, it's called somebody posts on here. I've been wreaking havoc on my brain trying to interpret this, but can't come up with something I will keep agreeing to for so long. Any any insight on what this song might be about, and somebody posts. Perhaps he was saying that he was wrong. wrong? <laughs> <laughs> was a dick. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that one, you know, kind of kinda, all, I was, tough to miss the meaning of all this. Just stuff. as an aside,
0: I went upstairs during the song, oh, as I real. often yeah. do, and I open up the door and Drew, the great Drew, is sitting there at his kitchen counter, uh, bar, whatever you want to call it, and he says, is it room 7609? Yeah. <laughs> he knows because he knew i got is there anything worse well i guess there may be a few things worse but one of the worst things in life is being that predictable well eh, yeah what are you gonna do when duty calls when you're not surprising in the least when you're not you don't throw off anybody ever they just they always wow. know what sad ass shit is gonna come wear out a diaper also said
2: during love me um the, the lyrics <laughs> are fantastic you, you talk
0: like you've been there
2: you say stay and, and never I leave. Have. I don't know. You say meant forever. I could believe you, but I don't. That well, was wrong. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, we had a pretty good talk about this band earlier in the show, right? He says, I, Sean. And, the, and two weeks Sean, weeks Sean ago. this is one and that I weeks think. Ago. This, three
1: weeks ago.
2: This one may encapsulate uh, our approach towards life, the differences. He says, I can love my fellow man, but I'm damned if I'll love yours. Ooh. Huh?
0: Okay. That's so deep. Okay.
2: In a bar that's always closing, in a world where people shout, I don't want to talk this over. I don't want to talk it. I was quite impressed until I hit the floor. Isn't that what friends are for? Pain looks good on other people. That's what they're for. So that sounds, is, uh,
0: you know, sociopathic to me.
2: <laughs> I was wrong by uh, by Andrew. It's
1: easily it the uh, best one of their songs that you've picked.
2: It's probably one of the more accessible ones, and that's from from Vision Thing, which Look, was. You
1: listen, he's talking like it's high art.
2: Accessible. It just.
0: It's a drony and whiny and teenagey angsty. Fuck it. Whoa.
2: Oh. Is that what you heard in between flushes? And <laughs> the lighting of Strike Anywhere en- matches? I
0: listened to enough, waited to listen long enough to help the bladder, <laughs> and uh, worked, and then went upstairs and came back. <sighs>
1: All right. I mean, he did stay for your song, for 30 seconds of
2: it this Man. time. In the nine minute buildup. Anyways, that's room 7609. Next month. Pot or no, not ne- next kettle. month. Next week. I will not be here with a firm hand on the rudder to steer us towards clarity. Great music. Maybe it'll
3: but, be uh, uh,
1: new wave songs with uh, bagpipes in it, which I can only think of oh. one, which would be Come on Eileen. But they're
0: probably-
2: also heard during. Uh, What about the the hot brass version
0: of Sexual Healing? Can we play that? No. You
2: know, there are some great Scottish bands. uh... No, no, you don't need to do this now. Okay, sorry. The alarm? What's the uh... feedback? What? Okay. Glasgow, hotbed of outstanding new music. Feedback! (laughs) Steve Harris writes. You are a clever journalist, but why carry on this nonpartisan watchdog masquerade when you go out of your way to smear and ridicule Republicans? Yeah. I think Republicans are a joke too, but my profession is not pretending to be a fair and balanced journalist. Why would any right-of-center reader or public official take you seriously when you write like a wise-ass Democratic operative? Not a nonpartisan guardian speaking truth to power, more like a servile lapdog for the current status quo. See also knee-pad-wearing Chad Livengood, oh dear. Are you too cowardly to write about folks with real power, including Whitmer, Nestle, and Benson? How about Benson's sleazebag lobbyist husband who I bet you bumped on into on Mackinac? I don't think he's a sleazebag and I didn't bump into him, but but address your point the list goes on instead you likely have another Lucido or Karamo hatchet job in the pipe or an update to the fake Lee Chatfield investigation Okay, let me see. This guy oh, wow. took money from everybody, banged out his brother's sister. Yeah, not much to look into there. Diversions away from Whitmer sliding her crony Faye Baidun, $20 million cash for a fake company and Nestle purposely botching the entire Flint water crisis, criminal criminal, and civil proceedings. Snarky pot shots at right-wing kooks is not brave. Well Now, he's calling Karamo a right-wing kook? I didn't call her that. Writing about things of substance and holding top bureaucrats accountable takes real courage. Well, Steve, where do we go here? You know, if you noticed, my column quoted almost exclusively Republicans, and they were the ones who were critical of the Republican Party, which tells you something about the state of the state Republican Party these days. As far as diversions away from Whitner sliding her crony Faye Baidun $20 million to cash, The Detroit News has done a really good job writing about that, and I don't really feel the need to replicate their efforts. There's a lot of good journalism being done in this town by a lot of people. And as far as cowardly and this and that and the other thing, Steve, I don't know when you've ever done some work that had everybody you know worried about the safety of your family or you've ever gotten a letter sent to you anonymously that said Target Report with the name and address of everybody in your family going back 30 years. I don't know when you've ever encountered anything like that, but I'll just say those who have don't appreciate being called cowardly.
0: Yeah, that's the last thing you're going to call Mike, Steve. Come on, Steve, don't make me say this, but what was Kwame Kilpatrick? Was he a Republican? Get the or bell a, ready! Was he a Republican or a Democrat? We how kept... many times did Mike go after him? I'm so. Uh, come on, Steve, you're better than this. Don't sit there and say you're not a Republican and then write something like that. So, what? Uh, All Mike has done is go after Democrats.
2: We, we almost got through a week without a Kwame Kilpatrick reference. And oddly, Sean is the one who during, broke.
1: Drain that bladder and the anger
0: comes the, out. Uh, Oh, my goodness. No, it's just, the, uh, oh, I don't, I don't <laughs> vote this way. I don't think this way. But, uh, you know, you're a coward because you went after some corrupt guys and gals that were Republican. Wow, I love how fired up you got. Never uh, mind the psych- ML, the, the, that was uh, the undertone, the psychological, the psychology of why you're a conservative in the first place. Because you lean a little bit authoritarian, because you're a little bit Darwinian, because you say, I'm going to go get mine. That leads to more corruption. The Democrats are, are obviously some corrupt, too. Uh, absolutely. But there's a reason that the sexual assaults and the rapes and the pedophilia huh? leans to the right. It does. I can't believe you're making me do this. I can't believe you're doing it. Oh my God. Wait, Steve just replied. He said, uh, How many politicians do we see year after year after year that are preaching, as Mike said earlier, don't do this, stay away from kids, all that. And then they get busted for doing it themselves. That's They're awesome. mostly Republicans.
2: Well, I'm I may never leave. This is this is taking an unexpected turn. It's uh it's uh To see this energy and the passion from Sean Windsor in defense of...
1: Yes, I was just going to say, Steve just replied. He sent this in. I love how you got to fight your boyfriend's battles for him.
0: (laughs) Steve. Okay, that's actually awesome. If he did, did he actually send that?
2: No, it's from the mighty gemstones, isn't it? The righteous gemstones? Because that's awesome. Now, if that was... If if uh, I love how guys must have sold that really well. Then Steve may be a bigger <laughs> fan of the self-righteous gemstones, which is uh, debuting. Oh, no, in
0: all seriousness, I, I don't mean to get so worked up, but just yeah, the, yeah, idea that, the idea. The
2: idea that how you really feel. The idea you that, a Mike
0: is, the name idea a that Mike's afraid. I mean, come on. It's it's definitely just, not afraid.
2: Jesus. Jesus. The only thing I'm afraid of is the darkness in my own heart. We have one more piece of feedback. Sean, get ready to rise to my defense again. It's the biggest bully. On Facebook. John Anderson, <laughs> once again, get in my shit. This is what he said about last week's show. <laughs> Great show today. More Drew and less Mike, meaning ML. Ooh. That's it, folks. We appreciate getting your feedback here at uh, ML Soul of Detroit. You can send us an email at ML Soul of Detroit at gmail.com. You may have noticed we skipped the donors. Because there weren't any. Although, it's my understanding we may now have a Venmo option for people who go to mlsoulofdetroit.com and hit the donate button. Is that What is why that did true? that come
1: back to bite me in the ass? I forgot to do it. Did it? I will put it up this week. Where's oh Bob Cole? That's, that's what I want oh to Oh, dear. I know. It, boy, that's slingshot. Hell
2: supreme.
1: Right back in my face.
2: Did not see that one
1: coming. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. So new. You knew I forgot, didn't you? Hell, I almost forgot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> trying to save serve here. Damn it.
1: All right. Sorry. Okay, I will add that. And the monthly recurring thing. Uh, that is
2: a little harder, but yeah. Dennis On it. and a generous nation await um sean what's going on with carlos and sean you guys
0: can i just make one last point i'm gonna do it yeah yeah yes you can i'm (laughs) gonna gonna do it mike what mike did in that piece and his his point about talking to other republicans it's true it makes me think of god a certain kind of republican from when we were younger and i know they're still out there they just don't aren't part of our national politics right now necessarily there are a few of them in, in the in the senate i guess it makes me think of a, a line from Michael Moore whatever else you think about Michael Moore I'm not necessarily a fan of his but he once said the difference between Democrats and Republicans have we talked about this before on this podcast I don't know if we have so I may be repeating myself but the difference is a group of Democrats around a table trying to figure out where to go to get dinner will take three hours a group of Republicans will say in five seconds we're going to Sizzler and I've always thought and we need we need that we need that we want Republicans flying planes for example don't we
1: well I think mean- no wait, what? Flying planes? What do you mean? Think,
0: Just making decisions, being able to Sully's, process and make decisions under pressure. I think right?
2: Sully's a Democrat.
1: He probably is, Sully. but
0: but uh, and yeah, no, every, anybody can fly a plane, obviously. But no, I, I always that's a joke, obviously, with the Sizzler comment. But I always thought that was there's some truth to that. I those are the Republicans out of our youth, and that's what you were writing about. You were writing you were tapping into some of those, this old fashioned decision makers. Let's figure this out and and move forward. Uh,
1: Leadership yeah right leadership yeah and that's and what you were right democrats trying to make everybody a leader in republicans and republicans say it, no this is the leader we're yeah right on. democrats right. are trying to make
0: too many people happy and Republicans are like, no, we, we're not going to make anybody happy. we gotta, we got to accept the
1: fact we're going to make someone happy and try to do what's right. Regardless of how you think about their policies, that just seems to be how they're structured. Republicans are like, right. this and, is our guy. And, and we're going with it. We're getting stuff done. Democrats are, we want to get stuff done. Who, uh, can we include everybody?
0: Yeah, no, no. That's abs- it's that's, true. <laughs> it's true. And I think you lean one way or the other so based right, on how on, you see the world. The right. And and right has just, always been way better on messaging. It's true. It's true. Things. And I think that's, that was the larger point of Mike's piece. So. Thank you for bringing all this out,
1: Steve. Wait, Steve uh, Steve just uh, sent another message in. Hey, Sean, you're a real piece of
2: garbage. That's true. So now we're both But I don't of need garbage. you to tell me that. Wait, wait, Sean just sent a message that. in for Steve. Steve to me just kind of seems like the name of somebody who has absolutely nothing going on in their life. Jeez, Sean, that was rude. Wow, damn. Oh, damn. Thank you, Sean, for mentioning something. I'm glad this didn't come up during the city council campaign. But yeah, I've gone after a lot of Democrats, too. D- Democrats, Republicans, doesn't matter to me. If you're doing wrong, that, that I'm going to try and find it out. But but this country works better when both parties Completely agree. are strong and engaged. And, and the only chance we're going to have to really ask some important questions in this Senate race and get some genuine or at least some thoughtful answers is if somebody has to respond to a dynamic competitor. That's when we're going to get debates. That's when we're going to have policy discussions. That's when we're going to see people come out into the community. And one of the complaints, one of the criticisms of Slotkin is that she has spent very little time in southeastern Michigan and doesn't represent very many black people. And so if she's allowed to basically just be the nominee and have an uncontested run to the Senate, which will probably be a lifetime appointment, essentially— That there are a lot of people who don't get heard from or who she doesn't hear from regularly because they're not her constituents who won't get a chance to be heard from. And so there are people who are saying we need to have some black folks, some people from southeastern Michigan in the Democratic primary. And one of the guys I ran into on Mackinac Island was a guy named Hill Harper. Don't know him. Haven't seen any of his shows, but he's apparently a big time actor. And uh, his resume is Fantastic! This guy got like a law degree from Harvard and hmm. and a master's degrees in all kinds of different fields, but but he's been on The Good Doctor and uh, CSI New York and. Oh yeah. Oh. I, I have no idea who he is, but there was one reporter, a, an outstanding reporter. But she couldn't talk to him because she was so starstruck that Hill Harper was there in the lobby of the Grand Hotel. He's just a nice little guy. I was just sort of like, what's the big deal? Just
0: some good faith discussions is what we need. And maybe it needs to start with finding some shows, some TV shows, some movies that we can all sort of gather
1: around and and discuss. Maybe we can start with that and then work our way. Up. We pay so much attention to the fringes on both parties, and they get all the attention. We
0: do. Do we? we do we really want a preso- presidential candidate out there saying, "I'm going to destroy the leftist ideology and the woke whatever"? No, say say what you want. Say what the change Just that's say.
1: what that's what a lot of people want,
0: though. Yeah, but they don't know what that is, really, right? It's just an emotional thing. Exactly. People like what are saying. It's an emotional thing. Say say people okay. Hey, for who they like? Say yeah. hey, you know we we've, we've swung so far. We had some rights to correct in the society, and we're we're swinging, swinging, swinging. And also maybe at times it goes a little too far, sessions. so we need to come back a little bit. Whatever. I don't know. What'd just, you say, ML?
2: I said that's also been said during those love of me. Sean is pro <laughs> swinger.
0: Just some he just good, wants to swing. Just some good faith discussions. In any case, yeah. Maybe, maybe Ted Lasso wasn't quite it. Maybe it was for a season. And now we need something else.
2: Well, it's good that we have things to share, and we don't have to share opinions about them. But we do need to talk to each other. And I think Andrew Eldritch would agree. <laughs> All right.
1: We'll
0: have a All good right.
2: trip. Uh, Sean was cooking on <laughs> Carlos and Sean
0: uh lions are practicing and it's the only you know the tigers just lost four in a row so whatever little blip they had i mean who knows maybe they could come back but it's all about the lions man you're gonna have to accept the fact that your childhood team that broke your heart uh, is the most interesting game in town and um, and they're gonna let everybody down again they might they might face plant <laughs> so, this fall for sure they might also do something that'll be so shocking nobody around got here it. know what to do with it you're right and, and if that happens, gonna lose our minds. oh, people are going to lose their minds. So that's what we're going to get the rest of the summer.
2: Is it just other me? Other than
0: the NBA draft, maybe for two seconds.
2: Is it just me or is Dave Burkett getting less of a summer vacation than ever before?
0: I know. I was at rookie minicamp. I'm going to mini camp, uh, the regular minicamp the next couple of days. Mm. It's just, I don't ever remember being out in Allen Park this much this year, other, uh, this time of the year, other than the draft in April. It's just, that's how much interest there is. It's crazy.
2: The, the last time I went out to Allen Park as much as you have, I was dating the woman I went to the concert with last night. She lived out in Allen Park. Well, that's uh, and we were listening to the Sisters of Mercy. So we've come full circle here. We on have, and, the and then
0: and then who's going to tie it up for us?
2: Um, the good people at Irish Coffee, or the Catcher Cafe, or perhaps David Hall, or they Luke can all
0: tie it up for us, and then and then 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 what? Come on.
2: You know, they love to hear their sponsorships. They love it when you call and tell them that you heard about them on the soul of Detroit. But what they love more than anything else is when a gentleman named Cyrus stops by and says, I'm here, gentlemen, to take you out. Can you dig that? Can you dig it? Can you dig it?
1: You have been listening to ML Soul of Detroit. Gun is
0: played by Carl Weber and Pablo by William Griffith. Today's script was written by Mark Fallauer. Heard in the cast were John Windsor as Eddie, Denise Alexander as Mary, William Keane as Matt, and M.L. El as the sheriff.